I just want to start off this episode by giving a great, wonderful, fantastic shout out and good job. Great job to the Queen City, Charlotte Flair for an outstanding performance. Look, welcome back to the Within the Ropes podcast. I am your host, B-R-I-A-N-T-R-O-N-I-C. And look, man, this ain't even going to be in no order. I'm just going to get straight to it. Charlotte Flair put on a performance like none other. I know some of you out there saw the little little gif and, you know, I didn't. Hey, how do we even know that that's real? I didn't see nobody really taking notice or really talking about the so-called botch or whatever, it looked like a looped video to me. Something, somebody messed with the footage. Somebody did something because Charlotte Flair put on a performance. I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't know. None of this, her kicking the air. looked like, I don't know. Anyway, I just want to give a shout out to Charlotte Flair at the beginning of this review because she put on a fantastic show. She did a fantastic job. She didn't technically win the championship she won the match via disqualification um but she did not win the championship but it's okay we'll get there i'll i'll talk more about how fantastic and how great charlotte flair is as i get through this review um first of all i want to say thank y'all for tuning in i appreciate y'all you feel me make sure y'all follow me on twitter at within the ropes Follow the Instagram at Within the Ropes. Um, wherever you guys are listening, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, whatever. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Follow my personal page at Brian Tronic if you are not already. And let's not waste any time. Natalia versus Mandy Rose in a kickoff match. This wasn't really announced at all. Some could say that they set this up, what, last week or something like that? Um, you know, I don't know. Match was okay. I'm just waiting for the tag team title match, man. I, I really didn't care too much about any of this. The whole time, whenever I watch Natalia wrestle a singles match, I always wonder to myself, when is Natalia ever going to get another, like, women's championship run? Or, you know, is that ever going to happen? Because if not, I'm kind of just want to, you know, I, I don't want to say I kind of want to tell you to go away, but I just feel like with all these stars, right, like all these potential, I won't say stars, that's that's going a little overboard. Excuse me. But with all these um, potential greats, you, you know, women that WWE have released over the past year and over the past few months, I just feel like, Natalia, come on. Come on. I mean, and I don't want Natalia to lose her job, but I mean, come on. If you're WWE, I, I'm going to, excuse me, if I'm WWE, I'm, I'm going to look to get rid of the old, out with the old, in with the new sort of thing, you know? I don't know. Um, And then maybe not get rid of the ones who can actually wrestle and maybe get rid of the ones who you know it's going to take some time. No, I'm not saying that Mandy Rose is horrible, but to me, she's still not the greatest in-ring. Dana Brooke, 
isn't great in ring at all to me. I mean, she she had some flashes at one point, but I just feel like why, why Ruby Riot? Why 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 Sarah Logan? Why? You know what I mean? The the Riot Squad could be all over this tag division right now, and I know a lot of you probably feel the same. But uh, getting back into the match, Natalia, Mandy Rose, they had a they had an okay one. It got quite physical. Um, but it ended up, of course, Natalia winning via submission, locking her in the sharpshooter. Natalia wins. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, uh, at this point would expect a tag team championship match being that Mandy Rose did not pick up the win, but I don't know who knows. I mean, with Raw and how the tag division over there goes down, it's, I don't know, man. Anything can fucking happen. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke can lose 10 matches in a row, and they'll still find themselves in a tag team title match some way, somehow. So, I don't know. I can almost guarantee you, though, we're going to get Dana Brooke versus Tamina. We got Natalia versus Mandy. Now we're going to get Dana Brooke versus Tamina. Maybe Dana Brooke will win that one, and then somehow they'll get a tag team title opportunity, but we'll see. Um, the main show starts and it kicks off with a fucking banger. Bianca Belair defending the SmackDown Women's Championship inside Hell in a Cell against Bayley. Now, on my SmackDown review uh, and a little bit on my Hell in a Cell predictions, I talked about Bianca Belair and I criticized her on the mic and her ability to sound believable and really make me go, ah, when she cuts promos. That's just that's just a personal preference. But I told you, that also has nothing to do with her in-ring ability. I think she's absolutely fantastic in the ring. Um, she gets it done. Uh, but I think I also got to give credit, especially in this match, to Bailey. Bailey sold a lot. She took a lot of punishment. Uh, she did what she was supposed to do. I think she's 10 out of 10, two years in a row uh, in Hell in a Cell matches. Uh, one with Sasha and then this one with Bianca. She made Bianca look like a million bucks. I mean, those spots where Bailey was tying up Bianca's hair, one to the bottom rope and then another to the steel chair. I mean, when you talk about what are some ways we could use this ponytail, you know, I mean, you had Bianca Belair using it in her match at WrestleMania against Sasha. And I mean, you think it stops there. No, Bailey knew exactly what to do to try and slow down or stop Bianca Belair. And I honestly think that she did enough where she could have won this match. But again, Bianca Belair is just super athletic. She's full of surprises. She surprised me in this match. Bailey, fantastic. A callback to her previous Hell in a Cell match with uh, Sasha Banks with the with, with the Kindle sticks, <laughs> the, the the Kindle sticks, uh, the two Kindle sticks uh, taped together with duct tape. Um, I noticed that they were already duct taped, so bravo for that. <laughs> Didn't want to have to go through another moment where we're wasting time trying to figure out or watching Bailey trying to figure out how to duct tape these two Kindle sticks. So I thought that was fantastic. Um, this match ended with a KOD on the ladder. 
just beautiful. Absolutely fantastic. I loved everything about this match. I loved everything about the finish. And Bianca Belair is and still your SmackDown Women's Champion defeating Bayley. Um, who's next? I mean, there's a bunch of women I feel like you can put in there. Um, but who's next? I don't know. Y'all let me know who you think should be next in line uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. If not, maybe give Bayley a rematch. I can't remember. Is this Bayley's first or second opportunity at Bianca? I felt like the road to Hell in a Cell was quite long. Right? What month are we in? Okay, so WrestleMania Backlash was the last pay-per-view. Damn, it, it, it felt like forever. I feel like we've been in this slump waiting for payoffs or, you know, these matches to finally come together for the longest time. Um, kind of forgot, but I don't know, man. We'll see. I guess I obviously we'll see. Uh, tonight was also the last Thunderdome pay-per-view match. Next pay-per-view is Money in the Bank. So maybe we'll see Bailey run it back with Bianca again. And then maybe they'll move on after Money in the Bank. I don't know. Who knows? Next match was Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Now, I predicted Cesaro to win this match. Um, and it looked like it was heading in that direction. Seth Rollins interrupting Cesaro as he was making his way down to the ring. Uh, Cesaro, you know, you tend to get a little chip on your shoulder and you underestimate, you know, you think, oh, I got this under control. Seth Rollins came to work. He didn't come for the drip. He was in his WrestleMania. I thought he was going to come in some whole new get up. I was kind of excited to hear his theme song. But nah, Seth Rollins came. He came to handle business. And um, him and Cesaro went at it. And like I said, I predicted Cesaro to win this match. At one point, uh, Cesaro had took the glove off of Seth Rollins and, and kicked it into the, the, the virtual crowd. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Cesaro <laughs> hit a rainmaker. You know, I'm, I was looking at what Cesaro was doing and also what Seth Rollins is doing. And I saw somebody tweet again. I'm sorry. I forget who tweeted it. Um, but someone said Seth Rollins is taking all of, um, what the fuck is his name? I forgot dude's name already. Uh, Will Ospreay taking all of Will Ospreay's moves and doing them better. We got a little bit of Will Ospreay and, uh, uh, Okada tonight with Seth Rollins and Cesaro. Um, Seth Rollins went on to win this match via pinfall, a small package. Um, and earlier in the match, it felt like he had won this match through like a pinfall or a small package or something. I heard the referee count one, two, three, but I wasn't sure. I don't know. It felt like it and it sounded like it. It looked like it. But uh, obviously it wasn't. But Seth Rollins wins this match. I was super surprised. Um, super interested on what they're going to do going forward. I don't know if Seth is going to move on uh, or even Cesaro. Is Cesaro going to move on? Is he going to move on? Is his next goal is to try and uh, qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match? I would assume that those are going to start rolling out here in the next couple of weeks, if not starting, you know, this Monday and this Friday. I don't know. But 
I would like to see Cesaro uh, get back in the get back in line, get back in the race to try and um, get back to that main event spot. Man, he didn't really, you know, Cesaro's in his way. Or, I'm sorry, Seth Rollins is in Cesaro's way. You, you know, and um, Seth ain't the type of guy to just go away. You actually got to put him down. So I don't know. We'll see. This disaster of a next match I'm going to talk about is uh, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Um, the only thing I can say about this is Alexa Bliss has a different ring presence. Um, she's less jumpy and giddy. She's more. She's almost exactly identical to what the Fiend was. Um, Shayna Baszler doesn't look like the same badass fighter that we saw um when she came onto the main roster i mean can you guys remember i'm I'm sure you do uh shayna baszler looking like the badass that she is in uh the elimination chamber match when she just destroyed everybody and everybody was mad i mean i gotta say this because a lot of you were upset of how shayna baszler's being booked but shayna baszler was booked like a badass when she first came to the main roster heading into WrestleMania and you guys tore the shit apart saying that, oh, Shayna Baszler's just, she's she's burying, they're burying the rest of the roster. They weren't burying the rest of the roster. They were just making Shayna look good. They were, Shayna did what she was supposed to do. I mean, come on. She, this is a real fighter, legit. This is, ain't, no, ain't no faking here. You know what I mean? So when you got somebody who's that good at what she does, and I think Shayna Baszler has it all as well. She may not have the mic skills. Like, I don't ever see her being someone who could pick up the mic and and give like a, you know, five-minute promo or some shit or go back and forth with, you know, another somebody else who's really good on, on the mic. I'm not saying she can do that, but she's definitely good in the ring. She's definitely good at like just the facial expressions, the body uh, movement, the the physical emotion, the, the 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 way she makes you feel when she's in there between those ropes. At least for me, in my opinion, I think Shayna Baszler has it, and she had it, and they gave it to her. And a lot of you say that she got buried um, after that. But I can say a lot of you weren't really thankful or grateful that she was in the position that she was in um, heading into WrestleMania. You said she buried the whole or WWE buried the entire women's division just because they had Shayna go over strong over everybody. And I disagree with that. I think that that was the right call. And I tend to think that, you know, yeah, WWE may not listen to everything uh, that, you know, we want or that we you know, demand, <clears throat> but they do listen. So if we're booing Shayna Baszler, if we're not like, I know the the blood sucking thing that they had her do and all that. I know that was corny. I'm not going to sit here and act like she was perfect, but she wasn't as bad as she is now. So I'm pretty sure I can guarantee you 90 to 95% of the internet wrestling community, they might want that one back. They might want that that blood sucking, you know, uh, barrier <laughs> uh, Shayna Baszler that we had before over this one for sure. Um, this match was just a disaster. 
It didn't make no sense. Why was Nia Jackson Reginald ringside? Reginald and Shayna Baszler just had a match, I don't know what, a few weeks ago. Uh, Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler haven't really been on the same page. You tell me. Make it make sense. I don't know. Um, at one point, Alexa Bliss turns and looks at Nia Jax on the outside, and she sort of does this mind control thing where she, like, picks up her hand. It's like, I don't know, it's like voodoo or something. I don't know, uh, telekinesis or some shit. And Nia Jax is kind of, like, doing what she's doing, and she makes Nia Jax slap Reginald on the outside. And outside of that, <clears throat> Alexa hits a hammerlock DDT into the twisted bliss for the pin. One, two, three. She defeats Shayna Baszler. Just like that. Uh, I mean, that's all I really got to say about that. I don't know. We'll probably get a rematch <clears throat> on Raw tomorrow night. I'm sure. But that's all I got to say about that one. <laughs> Um, the next match, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. And really, when you say their names, it's pretty much self-explanatory. I knew this one was going bang. <clears throat> and, you know, for one thing, I'll say one thing about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They hit hard. They fall hard. And... They do what they do in the ring with a lot of passion. And that's one thing I can appreciate with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. There doesn't have to be too many gimmicks. There doesn't have to be too much of a storyline. I think the storyline, the story writes itself. The fact that they're really friends and that they have so much history um, in this sport of pro wrestling, I think it writes it for itself, man. I mean, we're all they're either going to love each other or they're going to fucking hate each other. That's it. It's the only thing. When you when you see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, you either know that they hate each other at the moment or they love each other. And right now, they hate each other. And I kind of knew how this was going to turn out. Um, Sami Zayn picking up the victory via the Haluva kick to Kevin Owens. I kind of felt like that would happen because Kevin Owens was the one who was victorious over Sami at WrestleMania. So I get it. Sammy gets this one back. He's like, ha, gotcha. So I'm happy. Happy for Sami Zayn. Interested to see what happens with the two of them. Maybe they'll go on money in the bank as well. Uh, at least a qualifying match. But I don't really want to see them wrestle each other for a while. One of them, Sammy, since Sammy won, Sammy's got to get a shot at the IC title. Or a, a shot at trying to get a shot at the IC title. Number one contenders match or something. Who knows? Um... So now we're here. Raw Women's Championship match. Rhea Ripley versus the Queen City. Where the fuck is Greg Hamilton, man? I need him. I need him. I need him on Raw. From the Queen City. Sorry, I'm going to do it for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. 
This one was kind of all over the place. Yeah, okay. So for those of you talking about the botch and, you know, Charlotte Flair kicking the air and all of that, okay, shit happens, all right? I'm not one to brag or bitch and complain when AEW or another company does botches and, and be like, oh, see, they do botches. And You know, I know everybody has fuck-ups. Everybody messes up. Everybody has botches. Um, no one's perfect in there, right? But God damn it, Charlotte Flair is pretty damn close. She's pretty she's pretty goddamn close to full absolutely flawless in that squared circle. And I am not playing. If you think I'm I, look, I'm not playing. This ain't for play. Charlotte Flair to me is the best, the very best in the ring. The very best. No gimmicks. Take away take away Flair. Take away the titles. Take away all that. Charlotte Flair is the best women's wrestler to me right now. Argue with me. At me on Twitter, at Within the Ropes, or at Brian Tronic personally. Give it to me. I want to hear it because I'm going to go hard for the Queen City. Okay? Uh, Charlotte hit a natural selection, uh, and it just looked beautiful. Every time she hits that, it's beautiful. I was watching the video package when she was when she had a triple threat match with the uh, uh, Rhea Ripley um, and was Oscar, um, where she hit the chop block, double chop block, and the double natural selection. <sighs> it's just absolutely fucking beautiful, man. Fucking beautiful. <clears throat> Rhea Ripley had some good spots in this match, though. She had a, a superplex off the top rope. Um, I thought that was that was really cool. Uh, Rhea hit a riptide on Charlotte. <clears throat> Charlotte gets her foot on the bottom rope. Um, it was some really good work here. Charlotte working on Rhea's knee seemed like it was bugging her for the entire match. Um, and I liked it. I liked it. Charlotte Flair is a technician. I don't think she gets enough credit, you know, for really working on the limbs, kind of like a Randy Orton ish randy orton-esque type you know what i mean um this match ended up uh being decided via disqualification because rhea ripley got a little bit bitchy and pissy and decided to use the top of the announce table to hit charlotte now you tell me i don't know since when this is a disqualification I see people rip off the top of the announce table and, you know, either accidentally hit someone or hit someone with it all the time. But I don't know. I like to keep my mind open for like, I don't know, for shit like maybe maybe the referee, maybe certain referees let let it let it slide. And some referees don't. I don't know. I wish they would kind of tell that story. I wish it would be a thing where it's just like, you know, certain referees have their own thing. You know, and some, I don't know, some others don't. Um, but Charlotte Flair wins this match, but Rhea Ripley is still the Raw Women's Champion, so I won't be surprised if we see this match again on Monday on Raw uh, or some variation. Maybe maybe now this time Charlotte fights Asuka or Asuka fights Rhea or, you know, Rhea fights Nikki now or Nikki fights Charlotte. Charlotte won, though. Regardless of how everybody feels and regardless of who the title's on, 
Charlotte still won. So technically, Charlotte should get another shot. Rhea, she cheated. She cheated her way. She knew what she was doing. She wanted to keep her title. She was exhausted. You saw her after the match. She goes on and she, what does she do? Does she get get the chair or something? Come on, man. She knew what she was doing. She knew. She's scared of the queen. She knows that she can't beat the queen. Let's be honest. Okay? So I won't be surprised if they run this back. I won't be mad if they run this back because I feel like Charlotte deserves it. Okay? Champion's advantage. Yeah, okay. How about we do it again? No disqualification. No count outs. All right? And give the queen a fair shot. (laughs) Anyways, let's go on to the main event. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre inside Hell in a Cell for the WWE Championship. I think that... Well, before I get to that match, um, let me bless y'all real quick with a little something, something. (sighs) I had to bless y'all with the sounds of one of the greatest wrestling theme songs, if not the greatest wrestling theme song today from the Queen City. <laughs> All right, now let's get back to the main event. Um, and let me let me correct myself. I believe this was a last chance Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship, right? So while we're talking about what Drew McIntyre is going to do, um... Uh, he obviously ain't going after the WWE Championship, so the only other option he has is to fucking move on or qualify for the money in the bank. He could do that, right? Like, there's no stipulation saying that he can't try to get a different opportunity another way. I don't know. Who knows? But um, this match was absolutely insane. Um, Some spots that I liked about this match was um uh there was uh, I, I'm not gonna go in any order. Uh, there was this one point where um Bobby Lashley had the steel steps and he was like bashing it on Drew McIntyre's head while Drew was against the the fence of the cell. He just kept banging it and banging it and banging it and banging it. Um Drew McIntyre hit a white noise, I believe that's what it's called, on the steel steps and it was honestly one of the most devastating sounding moves or even visuals really cuz when it happened i was like ooh you know how you just see some moves some some sometimes from certain wrestlers and you've seen it over and over and over but when you see certain wrestlers do it the impact it's just like ooh that shit's got to fucking hurt right so um, those few spots, um, of course, you know, going, everyone going through tables, Bobby Lashley took a beating. He had, a, um, I don't remember if it was a back body drop, um, or no, it was a, I think it was a suplex. It was a suplex. It was belly, belly suplex. Uh, Drew McIntyre hit 
on Bobby Lashley and he like hit the cage and came collapsing down on his shoulders. And um, yeah, man, Bobby, give Bobby Lashley credit um, for other than him being a true badass, like, you, you know, and, and him being like believable and just big and just, he really took punishment um, in this match. He's used to giving punishment. He's used to issuing it out. He took a lot of punishment from Drew McIntyre tonight, and I have nothing but respect for Bobby Lashley, but I also have respect for Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre did great, sold well. This match was a great match, but the ending was a little shitty. Um, I think the setup was nice with uh, the referee getting knocked out and then a new referee coming in, followed by MVP. Um, pulling the ref, pulling the new referee out as he was trying to count the one, two, three for Drew McIntyre after the Claymore. Uh, and then MVP looking to leave the cell after realizing that, you know, Drew McIntyre's lies rocked dead on him. He turns around and realizes that he's locked inside Hell in a Cell. So yeah, there's nowhere, there's nowhere for him to go. He can't go anywhere. So then he gets his ass kicked by um, Drew McIntyre. So I thought that was a really, really cool setup. Really, really good moment. Um, and I, 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 It's hard to say, like, I'm not upset with Bobby Lashley getting help during this match or getting help for the win. But I don't necessarily like it 100% either. I like when Bobby Lashley wins clean, no help. I mean, that was the purpose. Like, I was I was all for the Hurt Business. Okay, let me backpedal. Don't come for me. Chill, chill, chill. I wasn't all for the Hurt Business being split up, but I was okay with it considering that Bobby Lashley didn't need to be booked like a chump, champ, you know, getting help from his from his member, from his crew members or getting help from his friends or buddies. And he didn't need that. And if Bobby Lashley was going to be champion and if he was still going to have Shelton and Alexander by his side, I mean, it was either have them fucking run in all his matches all the time or let them go and let them go find something else to do. Let Bobby Lashley have this title reign to himself. Have it be about him, not the hurt business. I think when you look at the bigger picture, you start to appreciate and understand, okay, this was a good decision. It sucks that it had to come at the expense of Alexander and uh, Benjamin because I feel like they kind of started to decline ever since the split. But we've got a hell of a run from Bobby Lashley. He's been a hell of a champion, in my opinion. Um, I feel like it's only going to get better. I feel like, and I hope at the end of this, uh, Lesnar is standing there waiting for him. And we finally get Lashley versus Lesnar. Uh, MVP tweeted, uh, a few hours ago after the show um, and said, <laughs> Lesnar fears Lashley. I'm crossing my fingers. I'm hoping Lashley shows up on Raw tomorrow night. I really, really am. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, even if he doesn't, um, the fact that, you know, Bobby Lashley wins this match again, MVP distracts Drew McIntyre. He goes for the Claymore, but 
Bobby Lashley rolls him up, pulls the tights, one, two, three, and still your WWE champion. And Bobby Lashley and MVP are caught kind of just like laughing at the stage. And Drew McIntyre is kind of like just looking like, damn. <laughs> you know, it is it's it, it look, man, the good things about wrestling. For me, this is my personal opinion. The good things about wrestling is when shit like this happens and you're having a good time and you're watching it and, and and you just get that feeling like, man, like that was dope. Like, I can't wait to see what happens. That's what I got after this match. I know a lot of people didn't like the ending, but I'm curious. What's going to happen with Drew now? This was his last chance. And who's next for Bobby Lashley? It works both ways. Drew had a hell of a run chasing after the title, but we are now officially in the almighty era. So I thought that was dope. But, um, yeah, man, that was the review. Um, that was the main event, and that was pretty much it. It was a quick show. There was six matches on the main card, one on the kickoff, so seven total. Um, show wasn't that long. At least it didn't seem like it to me. And I thought the show was legit, man. I'll give it a nice eight and a half out of ten, um, considering the Alexa Bliss shenanigans and the, you know, the Charlotte Flair, you know, disqualification situation. All right. I will give you all that. OK, I know it. it's not the outcome that we all want. It's not the outcome that I wanted. But hey, let, before I go, let's talk about this real quick. Ray Ripley's not having a pretty good run, right? You didn't want Charlotte Flair to win, but you didn't want Rhea Ripley to win either, right? Like, no one really likes Rhea Ripley and the way she's being booked, but who else? It's got to go to Charlotte. Charlotte has to be Raw Women's Champion. There's nobody else. Not at this moment, right? Not at this moment. There's nobody else. I know there are a lot of names out there. I know. I get it. But... At this moment, needs to be Charlotte. It needs to, and and I'm gonna tell you right now, because there's there's rumors and all this about you know for SummerSlam, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, uh, uh, Edge, Becky Lynch. Come on, man, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yo, John, we seen this, man. I know, I get it. But that's the money fight. Who hates Charlotte Flair more than Becky Lynch? Who? There's not one female that hates Charlotte Flair more than Becky Lynch. Who's capable of beating Charlotte Flair more than Becky Lynch? Becky Lynch is capable. She hates her. And to be honest, this is the perfect time. Like I said, Charlotte Flair is, I mean, she she's she's just about flawless. Okay. She's she's almost perfect in that ring. And so imagine Charlotte Flair wins the championship. You know, she's out there and then you know, got a build up for SummerSlam, and then boom. With the crowd back in attendance. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, don't say. Come on now. 
Quit playing with me. Whoa. Whoa. I rest my case. That's it for the review. Um, Again, I appreciate y'all for chilling with me, listening to me, hanging with me. Make sure y'all follow the socials at Within the Ropes on Twitter, at Within the Ropes on Instagram. Follow my personal page at Brian Tronic. Um, What else I got going on? Oh, uh, if you care, uh, head over to twitch.tv slash Within the Ropes. I'm going to be watching Raw. Yeah, I'm going to be showing Raw. We're going to be watching some Monday Night Raw. So come on over, twitch.tv slash Within the Ropes. Um, I'm going to try and make this a weekly thing as well. Watch Raw on Twitch. I'm not going to be like chatting or on the mic or anything, but, you know, the show will be there. I'll be there watching. So come through. We'll fucking talk about how shitty the show is to get together. Um, and with that being said, man, thank you. I'm out of here. I'm going to bless y'all one more time with some Charlotte Flair. Man, I could fucking play Charlotte Flair every goddamn episode. I don't know. Ah, yeah, I think I'll do that. (laughs) All right, y'all. Peace out.